In 2021, Netflix released a musical featuring songs by Stephen Curtis Chapman, Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, and more. Apparently, the goal was to introduce their music to a younger generation. That was a week away. And this is Godfellas! Saddle up with Mickey and me As we head on an adventure in Odyssey We'll focus on the family with a veggie tail The greatest adventure with great detail Godfellas, Godfellas Meeting online for a small group time Godfellas, Godfellas friends and welcome to god fellas the small group that meets online i'm mr zach i'm mr mitch the camp counselor and i'm in verdes maximus <laughs> yes. i am in. i i'm miss hannah i'm the red one crimson angel show some respect on their name <laughs> i can remember and, and I'm here as well. Um, and tonight we are talking about the Netflix film A Week Away, which is a camp-themed musical. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited to have this person on the podcast. She specifically requested that we talk about this film. You may have heard her in our Christmas Shoes episode. You may know her from podcasts like Secondhand Film Critics or Thank the Academy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Ms. Kayla Fanner. I feel like I need like an intro song. Oh, don't worry. We have Every Heartbeat by Amy Grant is the... <laughs> is the underscoring one. So, Kayla, you specifically reached out and asked if we were going to do a Godfellas about this film. Yes, I did. Yes, and and now here we are. So, so thank you. So, and I'm Kayla, so glad you did it, Kayla. I, I really speci- very I think glad what really you did happened it. was I watched it because my friend was like, "You're gonna love this movie," and okay. I was like, "Great!" So I watched it with my mom, and I loved it. And I was like, Noah will never want to talk about this movie on our podcast. And it's also just not the kind of movie we would ever talk about. And so I was like, I need to finesse somehow a way to talk about this movie. And I was like, (laughs) ba-bing! Godfellas! Talking about stuff that everyone else is too afraid to talk about. But... I also was like, I felt like Mitch would love this movie because I think I specifically told you that Mitch would love this movie. Yeah. And here's here's what it is. I'll 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 summarize my feelings in one sentence. I texted Zach last night. <laughs> movie is a hate crime, but <laughs> I'm in love with it. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. It's a it's a crime against humanity. But I can't wait to watch it. See, again, that's how so. I feel about Pride merch too. It's like <laughs> this is definitely like like these companies should not be making it, mm. but it, do people would still buy it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like Coca Cola <laughs> is like yeah. you know what? Yeah, <laughs> check us out. Yeah. Well, I, well, yeah. well, before we get too far into the movie, so Kayla. I know that you grew up very involved in your church, and probably a lot of. Uh, summer camps and things like that went into that. So yeah. I would say, what was what was it like growing up in, in that culture for you? Yeah, I went to a lot, a lot, a lot of summer camps, like VBS every year, 
helping with VBS when I was old enough to. We had like a teen VBS that we called Teen Week that happened every year. Um, I did go to a Christian camp called Camp to Higlo, which stands for To His Glory. Um. Gosh, it, come on, <laughs> come on. By the way, like the blending of like offensive Native American stuff in Ooh. Christian camps oh, yeah. is they're inextricably linked. Yes, just there was a lot of that it's I troubling. noticed in this movie as well. Yeah, they tried to make it Braveheart, but I'm like, I know what you're, I know what's And they're Native like, Americans. oh, the tribes and the tribunal ceremony, and it's like, it's 2021. Away, but don't worry, it's not a tribe. It's, don't it's worry. It's just a, a funny way away. to say a week away. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing, David Keckner. I know what you're doing. So, no, yeah. So I grew up yeah. on all these songs. Um, you know, I did my own personal music videos to Stephen Curtis Chapman's Die. Really? I would put it on our CD player. We had one of those blue CD players. We had the Stephen Curtis Chapman CD, or maybe it was on a Wow Hits CD. Um, and yes. I would put it in and I would skip to that track and I would play it and I would climb up on the top of the bunk bed. And like when he's when he sings diving in, I would like jump off the bunk bed and be like, I'm diving in, I'm going deep. Like, you know, just Hey Kayla. Yeah. Hey Kayla. Where can I find that? <laughs> Nowhere. Good good. Mm, but Kayla, don't you want this podcast to succeed? I think we're gonna need it. <laughs> For promotional materials. So so Kayla, um is is any of that kind of stuff that, you know, now in your adulthood that you feel like you can look back on and like kind of remen- remember fondly or is it all kind of like cringe? Oh, gosh, what, what were we doing? Because I know for me, there's a, like a big sense of when I'm a kid, I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And then you kind of grow out of things. But I feel like in the church, especially, there's an extra level of kind of like, this is cr- this is pretty cringy. <laughs> so I'm curious for you if, you know, you can remember any of this and be like, you know what? That was a good thing we did. Yeah, I feel like there's two sides of the coin, um, because when I watch something like this, there's aspects of it that I remember fondly. Mm. Um, So like Big House, for example, um, when they're seeing Father's House, you know, we sang that at VBS every single day and we would do the hand motions um, it was a big thing, and that's something that I, when I watch this, that's something I remember fondly. I think when you get into the nitty gritty of all that kind of stuff, uh, you're like, which happens in this movie as well. You're like, this feels very emotionally manipulative. Sure, sure. You know how many youth group campfires have I been to, and yep. I just remember going to church camp and feeling like you're expected to. Mm-hmm. Stand up from the campfire and Raise take your, your stupid little strip of paper that you've written on some sin or shameful, you know, mm. thing from your life that you have to like dredge up and then burn in the fire and say, you know, I I'm giving up this to the Lord or maybe you're nailing it to a cross. I don't know. Whatever kind of 
um, metaphors they use. And then you're singing a song like our God is an awesome God while you're doing it (laughs) and everyone's crying and it's this Mm -mm. big emotional thing. Those are not fond memories. And that's even where in the movie it kind of goes awry for me because I'm like, I kind of remember at that point that it's not just fun and games anymore. Settle up your horses. So this movie, A Week Away, it is about literally a week away. We have Will Hawkins, who is a troublesome teenager. <laughs> who Which, has been, sorry, can I yes. just interrupt for a hot second? Do it. His name is Will Hawkins. Yeah. Like, Stranger Things? Because yep. the kid's name is Will, <laughs> and they're in Hawkins. And when they said that, I was like, uh-huh. Like you just know some Netflix exec so. was like, "Hey, the kids love the Stranger Things." <laughs> so, so anyway, Will Will Hawkins he gets in trouble and they pull a holes on him. You know, like the movie Holes, where they say, uh, "Camp a week away or jail," and he's like, "Well, I've never been to camp before." Can I can I say something yes. very yes. random real quick? As someone who is a social worker. I have my degree in social work. I've done multiple social work internships. Please, I was hoping someone would say some of this. the nicest. Like, no social worker has an office like that man has in the beginning. It was too nice. There is no family services office that is that nice anywhere in the United States. I just Mm. want to put a disclaimer out there. Mm. Or also that they were that close on that, like... I, I, I mean, well, yeah, there's closeness, I think, too. There can be a good relationship with your... It just felt very, like, come on, man, again. Like, have you not been working with him to, like, intervene and, like, change, like, you know, a cycle of him acting out over and over? I just... Before I get on a soapbox. Right, right. Zach, I know you're going to continue with the episode, but I'm going to stop it right now and say, is it weird to anyone else that a kid who steals a cop car, nothing bad happens to him? Could it maybe be the result of his race? Do the evangelicals Christian Christians making this not have any, like, it's just so tone deaf. Here was, it's so tone right, deaf. So, so here's the thing. For the first maybe 20 minutes of the movie, I watched this with Hannah and my mom. The first 20 minutes of the movie, I was like, this movie has to be a joke. I'm watching the whole thing going, surely, surely they are not serious. Because, like, the beginning, the setup was so fast. It was so fast where all of a sudden I he's like, appreciated Me that, too. Though. It's I, a 90 minute movie. Quick pace. Yeah. yeah, let's go. I was like, I don't want to drag this pacing. out. But I, I got to get to Jesus in like 30 minutes. So come on. <laughs> I was like, oh, already. So I'm watching the movie. And at the beginning, I'm thinking, this is kind of a joke. And my mom sees like the kid sitting in the chair. And she goes, oh, Shane West in a walk to remember. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you, you, Hardcore. you got it, mom. Hardcore. You, Hardcore. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Then like, they, 100%. Then we meet George, and he's like, I'm your brother or something, and then they're going to camp. Then I audibly squealed when they started singing The Great Adventure as a musical number. I legitimately screamed. And my mom, like, we haven't... I've moved away for like six years, so she's not seen adult Zach very much, and she was very concerned with how excited I was about <laughs> About these kids singing Great Adventure, but... It's the amazing grace of our time. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know if there's any song that better represents our generation's brand of Christianity (laughs) than The Great Adventure. No. No, I don't think so. Uh, And then, you know, the the rest of the movie, they... 
they go to camp and they get in some shenanigans and he meets a girl meets a girl yeah if you haven't seen the movie and we said christian camp movie you know the plot right right that's it yeah. he comes to jesus that's it yeah. you know so we've all watched the movie what yes. what were your favorite moments in the film and kayla i want to start with you because you you specifically said before we watched it you said i love this movie it's so fun like which is so crazy because i hate christian movies Mm -hmm. like i can't even think of one christian movie that i would really super defend Left like behind? a Christian movie like Fireproof? this. Stop it. You know? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I can get behind some like Hallmark movies that are like vaguely Christian or like, sure. I don't know, what was the Christian, uh, Christian Mingle, which pretty much has the same plot <laughs> it's line not as bad. this. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. she pretends to, or he pretends to be a Christian. One of them pretends she to be pretends a Christian. She pretends to be a Christian. And yeah, then, yeah. To, to, be, to be with the guy. So, yeah. you know, same thing, flipped on his head. Um, <laughs> No, like, I wasn't really expecting to like this, and it's probably uh, a lot of it is contributed from the music being, like, music that I love. Like, there is very little Christian music that I still listen to or listen to at all, and one of those artists is Stephen Curtis Chapman. For some Uh, reason, I can always get down to some Stephen Curtis Chapman. So I think that helps. Um, I also am like a massive high school musical fan. I can get yes. behind some camp rock. Mama, like, you're also into Mamma Mia also, right? All I this movie's influences. Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. beyond <laughs> greatness. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, and I think all that kind of combined, like this feels like a Christian decom, basically. Yes. Um, oh with music that I loved as a kid. And mm-hmm. I think that is where most of my, like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I loved this kind of comes from. Christian mm. Decom is the perfect way to describe this movie. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, it's made for, for Christian teenagers, essentially. Um, you know, if I watched this when I was 12, mm. I would have been obsessed with it. Like, there's oh, yeah. no <laughs> doubt about it. I would have loved this movie. I'll say... And I'm not super proud of this. I've watched the dive scene like a few times since. That is the greatest needle drop ever (laughs) made. Yeah. I was not prepared for it. And I think I even mentioned it to you guys as I was like, you're not going to be ready. Yeah. And, and my friend told me the same thing. And when it started playing, I was like, Oh my gosh! And then he's like walking down the thing and climbing mm-hmm. up the ladder, and I was like, <laughs> "What a glorious time!" It is, yep. This is blobtastic. The whole thing was on the whole. Just that scene was on YouTube, so I was like, "One more time." Right, one I more did time. not know that, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it pretty well. We, we, you did not tell me that. <laughs> when I was like, I'm just going out to the car really quick. I'm <laughs> Plus, like, we got a great Stephen Curtis Chapman cameo. I fell out laughing when he was, like, pretending to play guitar on, like, his life. <laughs> and I, like, also the Amy Grant cameo. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. give it all to me, mm-hmm. please. All of it. Is it weird to anyone, though, that it's, like, 
a movie for today's kids with a bunch of 90s yeah. stu- and 80s stuff in there. Well, but I don't care. Yeah. Like, yes and for? no. Because here's the thing. It's for everyone. No, because because do you, does it feel weird because it's Christian music you grew up on? Because every other thing right now, 80s and 90s, is, is trendy. And so mm. you watch something else like Stranger Things even or like something else like to all the boys I loved before where they make all these John Hughes movie references as well. And that's not weird because we romanticize 80s and 90s I'm with you, content. but those things are more culturally significant than like Amy Grant. No, I think <laughs> like I, Amy Grant to Amy a Christian. Amy Grant is culturally sure. significant. Sure, if you're like grew, grew up in like the church, like we did, I, but like to just like because who's the audience? Like, if Netflix is just making this for Netflix, you know, audiences, like for people, you know, Stephen Curtis Chapman as the lifeguard is not going to play with everyone the way that you no, know, but I mean, it's not like references. he was a big, like, it was a very little cameo. So, I'll people tell you, who that's don't what got know, me in the door though was when you said that he was, I was like, all right, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little cringy. I don't know. I liked it, but it was a little cringy. What if like, the movie had been feels... set in the nineties? No, I mean no. I think that would have been <laughs> worse. I think it would no, be worse. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> it was just like I don't know. It felt like forty years old to me in a way. It was a little like hmm. yeah, like I mean, if this had been released ten years ago, I would have been like, okay, yeah, like this is just a Christian version of high school musical. But it wasn't. So I'm like, TikTok exists now and like culture is different. It just felt very hmm. dated. I'm like, this oh. is fun. I'm having a good time because I love Amy Grant and I had a crush on her, but I'm also rounding 30, so who is it for? Mitch, allow me to bring up something that you said in an early Godfellas where you said, but Christian media is 10 years behind the the normal culture, so we're going to get a whole string of of these types of movies. So in 10 years, (laughs) we'll have the TikTok musical. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Hannah, what was your favorite part of this this movie? So I'm going to bring up a point that's going to completely contradict something I'm going to bring up much later in the episode. (laughs) Much later in the episode. Um, (laughs) But I, I think reflecting on it now, I'm really glad that there was not or to my recollection, like I cannot remember a scene where Dave Keckner like pulled Will aside and was like, You see my daughter? Yeah. Right. You're not mm. gonna like date her. holding a shotgun. Yeah. Like-, like I like he was fine. He was chill. Like no problem with it. And I really appreciated that. I feel like, you know, a lot of the times in Christian media we represent young women as like these pure flowers that must be protected at all times. And it was nice to kind of see like a romance blossom, so to say, um, Mm -hmm. without that kind of like overarching, like I'm a dad and you're not going to hurt my daughter. Mm. You know, like it was nice to kind of see him be chill. Yeah. And I like too, that they made her not like some, you know, super frilly, like cutesy Jesus camp girl. Like Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. was very clearly a leader at the camp you know, she was competitive. She was doing, you know, paintball, but also like wearing a cute little cross necklace while playing paintball. And I was like, this is awesome because I feel like this is a very good representation in the Christian world of what a, you know, a teenage girl that they might look up to would be like a young girl, yeah. like to be able yeah. to look up to someone like that at a camp 
I think is is really cool. Yeah, I agree. I, I really appreciated those things, too. But, Zach, what you'd said about A Walk to Remember got some serious A Walk to Remember vibes. Yes. Like, I don't like the word perfect. And I was like, don't Landon, fall in love I'm with sick. Me. Yeah, Landon, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm realizing I think I liked this movie the least out of, out of all of us. But also, I think I should say I was not a high school musical kid. I wasn't even a big, like, CCM kid, like... When all this stuff was happening, I was like in my room, dyeing my hair black, like listening to Under Oath and playing my guitar. So a lot of this just kind of, you know, aside from recognizing a few of the songs went over my head. But I got to say, like, I like almost had to pause the movie because side splitting laughter and it wasn't even a funny scene. I just thought it was so goofy when they did place in this world in like her forest imagination garden. <laughs> I like now, could I'm not get it together. This. Yes, yes. I'm gonna say this. I'm coming after the movie for its mistakes, and this song is one of yeah. them. But you are wrong if you think this isn't gonna be my top hundred on Spotify this year. Sure. You're dead wrong because sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn the needle out on this. Because my Stephen Curtis Chapman Kayla is Michael W. Smith. Sure. That was my boy. So hearing place in this world, I was like, excuse. <laughs> And the way I that love, they I used it, too, I was like, this is silly. <laughs> like, also, I think of Mark Lowry facing this world every time. Singing okay, yeah, okay. While we're talking about song sequences, what about yes. the sequence where he sings Baby Baby? What that a nice. the best like, scene in the movie. Goes really into this dream sequence. Yes. Like, yes. Amazing. Fire. The kid. So good. George, that's his name? He's good. He's, Easily the best part of the movie. For I me. completely so. agree. Easily yeah. charismatic, great singer. Put him on a Disney show. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's okay. on a Disney. He's he's sorry. He's gonna be in a Disney thing. He was cast in a hey, Disney. Disney thing. You can hire me now. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I will say. It's okay. I will say. I watched this movie and most of the cast that I hadn't seen before. I was like, I could see these people being really good in like something else. And not to say they were bad in the movie, but like for me, I I think I. Like I said, I struggled in the beginning because I was like, is this a joke? Is it serious? Because it seems like a movie that Mitch and I would write like as a joke. As a joke. But then it seems like some real Christian-y producer got his hands on it and was like, this is so good. And then the writers were kind of like, oh, shoot. Um, Yeah, you could have it, I guess. Sure. Sure. So that was the thing. I struggled to like figure out. And I get that it's supposed to be silly and like campy and goofy. And that I don't want to say that that's completely lost on me because I, I get it. It was just, I, it felt a little bit like the movie wanted it both ways. Like sometimes it wants to be really fun and really silly. And then they want to make it about like, I'm going to tell them that you're just a vandal and you just destroy stuff. And then like at the end where she's like, so none of it was real. He was like, none of it was real to me. I was like, no. a I, minute later. Yeah. I'm like, I get, and then he comes back. I was like, I get it. Like, I get that you need to have like an, an ending. And also I'm like, I don't want you to put too much effort <laughs> into this movie. Like it doesn't have to be a home run. There are just some areas that I felt like, you know, I feel like with a little more effort, like some, some of these scenes could be a little better. But like I said, like, I also don't think that's the point of the movie. I don't, yeah, I don't think their intention is to make high art. I think it's to make something that is going to resonate with kids, young people, captures the camp experience, leads people to Jesus, right? 
Uh, and I think Netflix's intention is to make a boppy musical that people will watch a bunch. Yeah. So I think it succeeds in all the things that it's probably trying to do. Sure. It's not made for you and me, Zach. No, I get it. So, I get it. That being said, I had a lot of fun watching it. I, I think it's a dumpster fire of a movie, but I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I was really nervous. And I said this to Zach, like, I was like, they're going to do this. They're going to, like, she's going to find out why he's actually at this camp. And she's going to be like, you lied to me. You didn't tell me this. And he's going to be like, about my, like, personal life? Yeah, correct. I did not tell you. Like, I was like, they're going to do this. But I actually really appreciated that, at least on, like, Avery and, like, the camp staff end of things, other than, like, Sean, you know, that's his name, right? Oh, Like, other than him, like, I feel like everyone else was, like, pretty okay. Like, nobody, like, was mad about him keeping that a secret. And I was like, good. I think this is a good representation of just, you know, you learn something really personal about somebody else and you're still supportive, you know? Like... Whatever that may be, whatever someone's going through or why they're, you know, I don't know, at a camp, why they're at a camp um, per um, requirement of their social worker. Um, I haven't personally met someone like that, but I'm not going to say it's not, you know, something that people go through. Um, yeah, I think it was a good representation of people hearing and, and being supportive, being a good friend to him. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I do agree that it is... Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more about the film. Yeah, I have a couple fun fun things to throw in. <laughs> yes. That I made notes about. Um, one thing that I noticed on my... Because I, I watched this today, again, on my second viewing, um, was I noticed that during the water scene, where they do the water song and they're all splashing and yeah, having yeah. a good time, all... The girls yeah. are yes. wearing one pieces yes. with shorts, or, and or. all the guys are wearing t-shirts. So there is no bare chest, and there is no midriffs. And I was like, wow, they really nailed the Christian camp experience to a <laughs> T. I mean, we had to wear, when I when I was at Camp Taglo, we had to wear t-shirts and shorts mm-hmm. when we swam over our swimsuits. Mm-hmm. And the guys had to wear T-shirts as well, I believe. Although there's mm-hmm. always like I, I was glad that they they made the guys wear T-shirts because there's always I found in Christian circles, uh, like the guys are allowed to not wear shirts, but the girls have to wear shirts and shorts. Right. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I'll give yeah. them a little bit of leeway here. Yeah, yeah. What 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 else did you did you notice, Kayla? Um. One note that I wrote down um, was when Sean was talking about doing his part and selling his shirts. I said, please, the white colonizer is selling his T-shirts for a cause because all like when they go on short term mission trips, all the people are like, buy my T-shirt. And so that was very funny to me. That's when I was watching this and I and I looked at like Hannah and my mom and I was like, surely this must be a joke. This. Sure. I didn't know if they knew what they were doing because, yeah, I, I thought to myself, they're making fun of mission strip people, but they say narwhal, so it's not directly making fun of mission strip yeah. people. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to say something? Because, like, I feel like you could just say that mission strip people can be kind of crappy sometimes, like, and braggadocious about so. it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to throw in narwhals into they didn't do anything wrong. Like, leave them out of this. Mm. I, can I say something about Sean for a second, though? I thought he was, and you all might disagree, and he didn't get a lot of songs. He easily had my favorite voice in the movie. 
I think nah. he's an actual singer. Like, that makes sense. a great singer. I yeah. stalked all but their Georgie Instagram Boy. pages. Actually, they're all like singers, but I think yeah. that he actually does like music. Like he doesn't do acting; he does music. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George. Yeah, I these think, are all like thirty-year-olds who sing. Yeah, I think George is definitely the most impressive. But my favorite voice to listen to, for me personally, was was Sean. What else? What else did we did we get? Caleb? <laughs> this list is exciting for me. Um, I thought this movie was very gay. Maybe that is me looking for those things. I don't know. Like, I feel like I notice queer coding and stuff a lot more mm-hmm, than a normal mm-hmm. person might. Um, mm-hmm. So I would like to share some of my notes on why I think this and some lines. Yes, um, please. <laughs> my first line from the very first time I saw, saw George was, I'm sorry, but George is gay. Um, All right. Okay. The mom <laughs> says... George is showing him the ropes. It's actually kind of cute. Describing George and Will hanging out. Um, Will She's s- a mom. Will but, yeah. says to George, easy, tiger. Um, <laughs> All right, well, well. George wears patterned short shorts in fanny packs, which is very All gay. Right. I mean... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to weigh in here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think, like, it's really yeah. interesting, and I'm all for bromances. Like, I'm a very yes. big, like, let's have healthy guy friendships. Mm-hmm. But I also yeah, think... Yeah, healthy guy friendships and bromances, there's a fine line for But me, I but think yes. that there is, when it comes down to stuff that was going on in this movie, I mean, they're, like, you know, putting their arms around each other, they're standing up for each other. They're doing all these little like cutesy things, hanging out in the cabin together. And I just was like, these are the kind of things that Christians don't realize that they're queer coding things um, when they make things like this. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, I'm like, oh, at the end, I think Will and George should get together, but that's not going to happen. Um it's a Christian thing, but he kissed Avery at the end, which blew my mind a little bit. Well, she kissed him. That's true. Anyway, yeah. that's my commentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm with you. I I think Will to me comes across as overly friendly and incredible. Like I'm, I did not sense that he had stolen a cop car when he was at the camp. I was like, you are a youth pastor. Yeah, like, I was like, you are not like, a criminal. You are not. What yeah. is? What is going it's on? very like, hard to see him as being this like bad boy. Even when like the nah, cop, yeah. even when the cop like is arresting him, he's like, "Hey, let's just call this a warning, huh?" I was like, uh, <laughs> "Okay, I'm sure." Like, if like very Aladdin, like, yeah. <laughs> "Oh, shucks, guys." <laughs> yeah. Um, does anyone anyone want to say anything else before we we jump to our manners? There were bananas lines in the movie too. I'm I'm with you, Kate. Yeah. Like there was like a line where uh, George was like, "She has the perfect." Yeah, size. Tarantino wrote this movie. Size seven and a half narrow. I wrote size seven and a half narrow down. Very weird. That was a very very stalker. My thing is like it was weird. If you knew seven, if you knew that like the girl you liked wore a size seven shoe, I'm just kind of like, 
okay, like whatever. Seven and a half, I'm a little like, uh, maybe calm down. Seven and a half narrow, I'm like, you, you need to stop. <laughs> so it was like a lot of that for me of like weird stuff. But then like the rest of it was super over the top Christian-y where they all talked like youth pastors to me. Yeah. So I was like, we get to kick major butt today, buddy. Mm. I'm like, hold on, aren't you like a teenager in the 2000s? You're talking like I would around a, a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Or even just like he's like playing his guitar and he's just like, just a little something I've been working on. I'm a sinner in need of God's grace. I'm like, mm, come on. Hey, come My on. favorite line was when the camp director was like, watch your six. And she was like, but not your six, six, six. <laughs> yeah, that she that was good. She was very funny. In the and movie, his, I, I love the smell of paintball in the morning. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be the, like, the wet noodle. No, no, no. It's like wit. It's one of those lines. It's like, why is this in the movie? Like you yeah. hear it and you're like, what? Like in what yeah. world is yeah. this line? This apocalypse in now this movie. Reference. I like, never saw it that. It is yeah. so crazy. <laughs> mm. well, yeah. Apocalypse now. Six degrees of. Separation. That was when I was on your show for the first it was. time. <laughs> so full circle, mm-hmm. apocalypse now. Yeah, my other main comment was um, <laughs> the fact that the first Bible verse that was used was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Yeah, of course. like that <laughs> of course. was a very like laugh out loud moment to me because I was like, of all the verses, of course it would be this one. Hmm. Then they yeah. sing Awesome God, a song Rich Mullins hated. <laughs> uh, they sang a mashup. They did. They did. Use yeah, the I was like, oh, it's pitch perfect. Right. How did you feel about the new songs? Because I will say I... that Our God is an Awesome God was super cringy to me until the new song came in. I was like, okay, this kind of this yeah. kind of bops. Here's my thing about the new songs. I'll, you know, I've said this before. If someone ran into my house right now and was just like, I'm going to rob you if you can hum one melody from any of the new songs in a week away, I'd be like, all right, take it. <laughs> I, eh, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I just know. can't remember. Like they were fun in the moment. I just don't remember any of them. And there, and every time I heard one, uh, cause they started with great adventure. So then every time I heard a song after that, I was kind of like, Ooh, what fun, you know, song for my child. Oh, none of them. Okay. So I don't think they were bad. It was just kind of like to go back and forth for me was a little, I don't know. That's what was weird yeah. to me. Yeah, I was just like, just pick a lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you agree. know. Yeah. What was that one? Like, just be yourself and they'll like you. Oh sure, my god! <laughs> Some weird gender stuff in that one. It yeah, was like, yeah. don't let him tell you he's you're not good enough. I was like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners. Just like when they offered you more Golden Grahams bars at your local Sunday school, when I offer you more of a week away, you will hit me with a yes, please, or a no, thank you. So uh, Hannah got some Golden Grahams bars right here. Would you like one? I would just like it to be on the record that no church has ever offered me a fancy cereal such as Golden Grahams. You're going to the wrong church. (laughs) I yeah, am. I don't think Yeah, that. we did Golden Grahams bars. I've only gotten, like, Cheerios. So. Yeah, I think we did Goldfish. 
Mm. And since my parents were my pastors we mostly growing crackers. up, calling them you out right now. Bring this up at Thanksgiving, <laughs> mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I probably would not watch this on my own again. But if like I was with a group of people and they're like, let's watch this and have like a fun time, I'd be like, okay, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I'll say for right now, I'm going to say no, thank you, because as much as it was an entertaining time and I had a lot of fun watching it with Zach and his mom and just laughing and having jokes, have a good time. I think I'm a little bit confused on what the movie was trying to achieve. If it just wanted to be like a fun movie about camp. Great. okay. if that's what they wanted to achieve. Awesome. I think just because of how much like Christian media I was exposed to growing up and it's a Christian film that doesn't talk about Jesus that much. I was kind of like, whoa, this is new. Like, because I think for Will, you don't really see him like, it's weird because at the end he's like, I'm here, I'm in it. But you don't really see like a belief in the, yeah. Mm -hmm. If he just loves being at that camp and wants to work there every year, like, great, of course. I think I'm just confused in like, are they wanting it to be like, we love Jesus, here's some things about Jesus. Or are they just wanting it to be like, Christian camp is fun. Whatever they want, I'm totally cool with. I think I'm just still kind of confused on like what the actual point was, mm. but I still had a fun time watching it. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch, uh, Hannah does not want her Golden Grams bars. Would you like some? I had a blast going down memory lane, I gotta say. Because um, again, like 90s and ter- 2000s, like those were like not a doubt in my mind about the Lord is you know all that kind of stuff. It was just like smooth sailing. Um, so it was fun to revisit that time in my life when things were uh, a lot simpler. I'm gonna say no thank you to this movie. I think it to me is like a sales pitch a little bit from Netflix of like we could make Christian content that mm. people will pay mm. attention to and like. And I think. By that metric, they probably succeeded. I feel like this movie got some buzz in Christian circles. I've definitely seen pieces written about it. Um, so I don't know. I think they probably succeeded in that way. Uh, to me, it was like, what if we did a Jesus musical, but it sounds like The Greatest Showman or Dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> and it's like real Philip Phillipsy. And uh, I'm too old for that, so I don't care for it necessarily. Um, and I'd say like, maybe like while a lot of the stuff felt really familiar and that was nice. Like I was like, Oh, I do remember the campfires. Oh, I do remember these weird chant circles we would do and like how weird that looks now, but I enjoyed it when I was a kid, um, and stuff like that. And I do remember like youth pastors and uh, counselors saying, God is on the move. He's doing something big, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. And that all went down like delicious. I'm like, yes, yum, yum, yum. I remember this. Um, it still just reminds me too much of like a lot of these like ministries, like tie feelings of community and belonging Mm. to belief and professing belief in Jesus Christ. And that isn't okay. Like I love my, my home church of the Salvation Army where I grew up and I attend a different church now and I love the many ministries it does tying, uh, which is what it does. Um, Hey, you get to belong to a community for a week to, but we want you to convert your faith is a weird thing to me. So this movie reinforces that really strongly. So nah, not for me. No. Um, but I'm very excited to see the Disney show that George is going to be on in the fall. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, Kayla, the golden grams are coming to you now. Uh, would you like some? I would, I would love them. Um, (laughs) 
Which, this is really interesting for me, personally. I probably should, like, work through why I like this movie. I don't really know. (laughs) Um, I am someone who I probably have more trauma than good things to remember about church experiences. Mm. Um, I uh, Camp experiences, you know, everything is sort of in this, there is this dark, cloud of bad over a lot of those Mm. good things that did happen Mm -hmm. and it's very weird to me that i like this movie so much for that reason like i don't really go to church anymore i I mean i go you know for for christmas and and easter with my family but i'm not actively trying to go to church or you know listen to this kind of content i really kind of don't care for a lot of this, you know, give it to you, shove it down your throat, convert, you can be happy here and find your found family. Kind of a lot of what Mitch said. Um, so it's really interesting, but I, I think it's hard because it it hits a lot of the things that I did like um, mm-hmm. or the things that maybe now I, in the middle of all that, am nostalgic for. Yeah. Or I feel like I I miss about it, mm. like the songs and the games and doing, which aren't even necessarily church things. Like those are things that can be done in other circles that I never did in other circles. Mm. And so maybe mm. there's a part of that, you know, tied in there as well. Um, but I think when you take it surface level um, and you don't, tear it apart or you don't break down a lot of the issues which you should always look at things with a critical eye and and make sure you're understanding that there's probably a lot of interpretations in this movie that are not good um maybe are more prejudiced maybe aren't really thinking about a lot of communities that should be thought about um and so you know all that in in combination i enjoy it but i try not to think about it too much because i think Mm. that wouldn't be too difficult for me Mm. 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 and i think i'll round it out and believe it or not even though like i said before i probably enjoyed this film the least out of all of us i'm gonna say yes please and here's why this disregarding basically almost everything else that was said, I'm going to bring it to a field of dreams quote, which if you build it, they will come. And for me, I love movies that feel like they were made for like seven people who are really, really going to be into that. And with a week away, I do kind of feel like there is an audience and Granted, it's not going to be a very big one that's going to eat this movie up. And so for me, it's kind of hard to... um, I I want people to have that. I want people to have like their kind of cool little weird stuff. So even though it's not for me, I also was thinking, you know, if they announced a week away too, like... Well, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I want to know what songs are in the movie. I'm going to watch it. So there's kind of a sense (laughs) where I'm like, maybe I didn't like it, but I I kept going back to dive and I would definitely like (laughs) check out the sequel if it came out. And as much as I, when the movie was over, when I was saying like, I didn't really 
care for that. I said, but you know what? I'm really glad that Kayla liked that movie. I'm really glad that Brad Kane liked that movie. I'm really glad that like a bunch of other people liked that movie. Brad messaged me about the movie too, by the way. <laughs> but, um, I was going to say, you're randomly trying to I love Brad. that he loved now. this movie. Wow. That yeah. was so... <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's one where I'm like, you know, maybe not for me, but I'll take the Golden Graham bars and maybe give them to the other kids who showed up late. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and not everything has to be for everyone, and that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. So, Netflix... I don't know how this film's doing. I assume it's doing well enough to maybe gain a sequel. And, you know, we have some very fun, creative people here. So I thought it'd be fun to assign each and every one of you with the task of pitching a sequel to A Week Away. So what I want is the basic plot and the songs that are going to be in your movie. So, uh, Hannah, if you will get us started, please. Gladly. Um, so I kind of started this as a satire and then I was like, what if I, I really am hoping that someone from Netflix or from the producing team hears this and asks me to write this sequel, which gladly I will do if you're listening, just putting that out there. Um, I also kind of know Barry Blair from Audio Adrenaline, if that helps my pitch at all, not personally, but he did teach at uh, my college. Just putting that out there. Okay. Um, so this is like half satire and then it kind of gets serious. This is a week away. Tr- um, sorry. A week away to drawing near. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Or a I'm summer away. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We, and so I wrote, I wrote a little beginning to it. We open with the staff of camp a week away, ready for a summer full of fun. Friends and well, <laughs> fellowship. <laughs> so the opening <laughs> sequence is the song Christian by Phillips, Craig, and Dean, mm. where all of the staff for the camp is um, leaving their schools at the end of the school year and arriving at camp ready to praise the Lord. And they're all joining in on, and I'm proud to be a Christian. Sing it loud. Yeah, that one. So this is Will's first summer as a counselor, but. He has Avery there. He has his girlfriend, his brother, George. He's ready and excited. Somewhere in the beginning, I want to create a rift between Presley and George. Ooh. Um, not enough to break them up, but just a little fight in their relationship. Um, I don't know. Maybe he just kind of makes a joke that she doesn't take well. So she kind of goes off on this like beginning song her solo number is free to be me by francesca battistelli <laughs> amazing <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um so there's that at the beginning then they do an opening the camp does an opening number for all of their campers as the week begins and that song is spinning around by jump five <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very powerful it's very powerful <laughs> that i just thought fun dance number everyone can join it on also jump five then we kind of cut to we we know from the first movie that avery is like a really great employee at the camp she's been a counselor she works well with the kids so her first song is going to be um a solo 
as well. I, maybe one of the girls is like, I scraped my knee. And then she sings Overcomer by Mandisa. Um, as a motivation. I scraped my knee. You're an overcomer. Overcomer. So she's doing great. She's loving it. While she's doing well, I think Will is having a hard time working as a counselor with these kids because he spent kind of his whole childhood moving around a lot. You kind of know that there were some rifts in his own, whether in a foster home or wherever he was living. So I think that he hasn't really had an experience of like working with younger kids or like having that. I don't want to say like disciplining because that's really a parent, like a parent or guardian's job. But just like as a counselor, you have to, you know, help the kids follow the rules, make sure that they're getting along, manage conflict resolution. And I think that he's having a really difficult time with that. I think the kids are getting on his nerves and he doesn't know how to work through it. So he's talking to Avery and she's like, it's okay, you can do this. And he's like, no, I'm really mad. And then this is more a joke for myself and probably horrible that I'm putting this in the sequel. But and this is contradicting my point earlier. There's a song called Pledge to Purity (laughs) because I was like, it's a. I thought Uh you were going to say he was going to reprise Troy Bolton's scream from High School Musical. (laughs) I should have. I should have. But I had this duet where they were going to say they're going to dedicate their hearts to each other. First and foremost. Oh, my gosh. So I think that's like the halfway point of the film. Moving forward, George reconciles with Presley by singing Every Heartbeat by Amy Grant. Talking about his love for her. Amazing. Yes. And then as Will gets so, like, he comes to his breaking point. He yells at a kid. Something goes wrong. Something's really bad. George finds him. And he's like, I want to help you. So they sing Brother by Need to Breathe. Wow. I actually think this could be a really nice scene. They're also brothers now. So it's a bit of a nice play on words. This is a a mixed soundtrack. That's all I'm going to say. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And then moving forward, my hot take, I think Sherry Shepard, I do not know if she can sing. She's going to find Will and she's going to, you know, as his now mother, like, you know, Put into her own words how important his life is by singing Something Beautiful by Natalie Grant. Finally, Will and Avery are going to make up by singing Blessings together about that. Though this is a hard summer, maybe it's the greatest blessing of all. Blessings by and Chance the, the Rapper or by... No, Blessings, Blessings by, by Laura Story. Okay, but what if you did a Blessings by Lecrae, Laura Story <gasps> mashup? <laughs> I am open to that 100%. <laughs> and then the final number, they all sing Life Song by Casting Crowns and everyone goes home. Wow. Life Song is a great <laughs> choice. Great. Yes. And that is my sequel. Uh, I can't believe oh, it is amazing because we have no crossover songs. Yeah, that is really? impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That is I, incredible. I would give that That's a small miracle. five out of five stars. Like, Me too. Thank you. I'm, I'm kind of. I kind of want to write it. I'm. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I want to. I want to. I want to go now. I want to go. That got me really excited about mine. All right. So. So here we go. Mine is. Mine is called a weekend away youth retreat. <clears throat> so. Here, so here. Here we go. Will is nervous about starting eighth grade because he never said how old and he was in the movie. So I'm guessing he's in eighth grade. Will is nervous about starting eighth grade at a new school, especially with his newfound faith. However, George persuades Will to live his life and the world will wonder why. Giving us our opening song by Avalon, Live Your Life. So Will shows up and he runs into a boy that he used to commit crimes with named Benedict Zealot to be played by Michael Williams, friend of the show. 
And Will is afraid of what Benedict will ask Will to do with him, and he sings Jesus Freak as a musical number. So Benedict asks Will to steal him an orange juice and a Golden Grahams bar. Will contemplates this and sings Breakfast by Newsboys as our next musical number. Then Benedict tells Will that he has a week to complete his heist, or Benedict will tell the entire school that Will is a Christian. Benedict also tells him that next time they'll be stealing money. George wonder why Will seems so distant to a musical montage of the song Friends by Michael W. Smith. So Will steals Benedict his breakfast, and Benedict rewards um, Will with a bottle of Hennessy, saying that it goes well with orange juice, and Will laments at what he's become, and he sings Meant to Live by Switchfoot. So then George asks Will what's going on. Will says, mind your own business, butthead. Then Kristen, the mom, storms in and says, Will, what did you just say? And Will says, shut your face, old lady. And Kristen says, now I know I did the... (laughs) Yeah, very aggressive. (laughs) He's not doing well. So then... um, This is a packed weekend. It is. Kristen (laughs) says, now I know I did the right thing by signing you up for our church's youth retreat. Smash cut to Will sitting on a bus heading for a weekend away that he doesn't want to go to, but he hears that Avery uh, will be there and gets excited and arrives at camp to a musical number of the song Salvation is Here by Lincoln Brewster. We're nearing the end now. First night, Will sits next to Avery and shares his struggles. And if you'll indulge me, I've, I've written a scene. Uh, so Mitch, if you will please read um, Will. And Kayla, if you could read Avery. And Hannah, if you could read the director. And, and I'll be reading the, uh, the stage directions. So here we go. <clears throat> Interior, Fellowship Hall, night. Avery is wearing a black shirt and she sits next to Will. He is also wearing a black shirt. Will, are you okay? Huh? No, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I hate it when people lie to me. Oh, 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 hate, huh? That's real Christian of you. <laughs> Will, stop. Tell me what's, wait, tell me what's going on. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> What's going I'm not going to stand for this one. Will shifts, uncomfort- Will shifts uncomfortably in his chair. I was, da- I was dancing through my life happily. Then, temptation came my way. Wait, what kind of temptation? What do you think? Money? <laughs> Drinking? Fashion? The, the director approaches. Avery, come backstage now. Will, please watch this skit that we're about to perform. <laughs> you guessed it. It's the everything skit, and we see it all. <laughs> Will. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. I didn't think of the everything skit. I Will... thought of it right at the end when he said, oh. when you said fashion, I was like, oh. So after we see the everything skit, Will weeps and sings Hold, and sings Hold Me Jesus by Rich Mullins over, <laughs> over a montage of the weekend. Here's the end. It's Monday. Will is back in school. And here comes Benedict, who asks Will to steal him a baseball bat so he can redecorate the hallways. Will says no. Benedict stops and yells to the entire student body, I need to tell you something about Will. He's a crit. Will stops him and leads the school in Jesus is Just All Right by DC Talk. The end. <laughs> Amazing. Thank I you. love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Except very good, very good. I, would, I would guess, knowing 
kids that they're <laughs> about 16. Yeah, they never specified, I would so say he's a tattooed 8th grader. I would say they're 10th tenth, tenth grade would be okay. my, my uh, best guess. I thought guess. these kids were like 24. <laughs> who, who, would, who wants to go next? Who feels good? I don't feel good, but I'll go next so Kayla can go yes, last. Because okay. I just, I'll be honest with the listening audience, I forgot we were doing this, and I just threw this together while we were talking. So here we go. Um, my movie starts with an old influence, an old bad influence comes into town. One of Will's buddies from back in the day. Um, and Will, like many new believers, embarrassed to be found out as a Christian. You guessed it. We're getting Jesus Freak by DC Talk. What will people think if they know I'm a Jesus Freak? Amazing! <laughs> this is like my number. <laughs> so, uh, it goes back to camp a week away, right? The, a lot of these ideas are not going to be terribly connected. I apologize. Um, but that old influence shows up at the camp. <gasps> uh, and oh no, this is going to be a little bit awkward. Uh, but it's going to be all right because David Keckner comes back, gives a little speech on, hey, welcome back to camp a week away. He was Braveheart last time. Maybe he's, I don't know, dressed up as another pop culture Batman. movie reference this time. He's Double Batman. Uh, we're going to do things even better this uh, this year. It's And this year it's all about service and missions. Uh, cue to Kirk Franklin's revolution. Because uh, that song was... Uh, <gasps> The only song the 90s church needed. Hannah and needed, I both so. gasped at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Do we want a revolution at Camp Awake Way? Woo, woo. Yes, we do. Um, and then, I don't know, like montage of them doing some servicey projects, you know. Uh, and then If We Are the Body Plays, I just needed another 90s song. Um, later in the movie, uh, they decide to go night swimming um, Will, well, I think maybe and Avery are not together anymore. I think maybe that they have broken up, right? Because, hey, a summer romance didn't last forever. Big shock. Um, but I think there's probably a little awkward tension there. And then the new, I think that the old influence could be a girl. So there's a little bit of tension here. Um, like maybe like there's a little love triangle thing, mm. but like not like a love triangle where he's just like, it's awkward. Um, and then Avery and Will have it out of like, we can still be friends. And Zach, you took it from me. Uh, friends by Michael W. <laughs> Smith will play. Um, then I think to add some extra spice, we've completely lost the thread of mission stuff now. Uh, David Keckner says, we're going to do a Sadie Hawkins dance at the camp. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins dance by Reliant K, of course, as the old influence, uh, who is a girl and who is interested in Will asks Will to the dance. Um, and then George, our buddy George, can't forget him. He's like, hey, come on, dude. We're Christians. Uh, Shouts of the Lord is going to play uh, during that. Uh, and then Will's like, you don't even know me. I have a past. I have tattoos for some reason. It's never acknowledged. Uh, and Sherry Shepard shows up and she's like, hey, you need to be thankful. All right? Give thanks, Don Moen. Amen. Uh, I, I really don't have a reason for this, but I feel like there's going to be a car chase in this where, like, someone storms off and is like, no, wait, come back. And they're chasing after. I said it's Presley because I don't care about Presley. And she's going to die in a car crash. I'm so sorry, Presley. Um, what is this, yeah, a clockwork that, orange? What you yeah, but that Fly to Jesus song that was always played at church is going to play Fly to Jesus. Yikes. Chris Rice, everyone. Chris Rice. Uh, and then the new girl at this point, uh, who is his old uh, flame, is sorry. She's like, I'm so sorry. I made things hard. I, too, am a Christian now. <laughs> Dare you to move by Switchfoot. Um, 
pick yourself up off the floor, Will. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Dare I dare you to move. Um, and then as they all decide we can be friends, um, how great is our God? Sure, we can do the Chance the Rapper version if you want. Um, wow. How great is our God? Thank yeah. you. I am that sorry. There are tears. many movies in there. Mm. There are many movies. <sighs> you just made that up, I'm huh? here for it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Kayla, save us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's what I've got. All right. So it's the next summer, and Avery, Will, George, Presley, and Sean will be returning to camp together. Mm. Um, so they're packing their bags, they're getting ready, and then they hear the news that a storm has damaged the camp, and the summer is going to be canceled. And so the opening sequence is each of the children in their homes um, being like, I can't stand for this. We need to go save the camp uh, because we need Camp away. And so they're kind of like FaceTiming, but prepping and making plans. Um, so the opening song will be Third Days Come Together. From 2001. Ooh, third day. Yes. Very good choice. Um, And so that is the whole first opening number. And then they all convene at camp, like the song ends, and they're at camp. And this is when we're going to have the big house reprise uh, because their whole found family is together. And um, Daddy God is there. Ugh. Ooh, that was real. That brought me back. Daddy God, don't let's not say it. Call the police. <laughs> um, so then they are happy to be together. They're obviously not sleeping in the cabins because everything's broken. So they have this scene where they're setting up tents, they're unrolling sleeping bags. Um, it's them. There will be some background people there as well. So maybe some of the other students um, that were at the camp too. Um, but our main five are the ones who are like leading all the numbers. And then we're going to have a number of Open Up the Sky by FFH. Yes. I would like to throw out that this will right. m- kind of the, the majority of the songs that like are repeated by people are FFH songs. Because nice. I feel like this is a very, like, when I was listening to them again, I was like, oh, this hits the vibe. Like, mm-hmm. this is perfect. Um, so then, that's the first night. They're setting up the tents. They do the song. They're hanging out. They're catching up. Um, they're eating s'mores and whatnot. And then they're going to have the next day begins the cleaning montage, which will be set to... Stephen Curtis Chapman's Children of God from 2007. Sure. Good. Because um, yeah. that feels like a very, like, it'll be one of those ones, like, when they did, I think it was the Big House rendition, it was them singing, but it was, like, they weren't actually doing the number. I envision it being one of those where, like, it's the track of each of the people taking a solo and doing the song, but it's not, they're not, like, doing a number to this. It's kind of just, like, but maybe they're also, like, kind of singing it as they're, like you know, moving things and fixing things. Yeah. So we do got to have a little drama here, though. Mm -hmm. And the tension is that Will and Avery aren't really sure if they're, like, a thing. But then we find out that Sean has kind of, like, become a good guy now. 
Oh. And so he's not as mean as he was. He has sort of had his character arc, his redemption. And now maybe there is a bit of a love triangle. Does Avery pick mm-hmm. Sean? Um, but this is kind of from Will's point of view. So he thinks that Avery likes Sean. Um, you know, and this is what's going on. Um, so then we'll have a number by Presley and George singing Ready to Fly by FFH. <laughs> so this is kind of their, I think, Leaning I, think the FFH. I, I think it. we've got our time. <laughs> This is our, like, relationship is blooming, and they're just hanging out. So that's kind of their duet. So then Will feels like he's just the worst, and he's like, I'm not good enough for Avery. I'm not good enough to be at this camp. Sean is a better Christian than me. I am a terrible person. And he starts singing DC Talks, What If I Stumble?, and so he, this is his solo moment, but wait, it's a mashup. So while he's Ugh. off singing, what if I stumble, maybe, you know, on the dock or something, Avery is sad because she wants mm. Will to understand that he is good enough. And so she Aww. is singing Hide by Joy Williams, but it's a combination of these two songs together. Yeah. How fire would that I'm be? I'm into it. Mm. I yeah, played them back dope. to back and I was like, oh my God, someone needs to write this mashup, please. <laughs> do we want to start writing Christian musicals? I'm just saying. Mm. We could. We could do we it. We could do so it. We could. We could. Um, so then they kind of convene and they share their feelings and Avery's like, I do like you and I do think you're good enough. And, and, you know, they have this big moment and then they sing a duet of FFH's you found me. Um, (laughs) And it's a very nice, you know, they got each other, they got God, they're vibing. And then the camp will open and they do this number of Sing Your Praise to the Lord by yes, Amy Grant. Yes, it's the Amy Grant yes. version. And so they're they're doing that. It's a big thing. They're dancing. And then it ends with all of them being friends with Friends by Michael W. Smith. Mm. How telling that three of us put Friends by Michael W. Smith. I was Smith waiting for it the whole our- first movie. <laughs> Listen, I, here's what I think. I I think I want to see all four of these movies. However, I was just Combined? thinking I I think all four of these could be one movie. <laughs> like like mine, I'm sure. cool with getting rid of most of it. All I want is the everything <laughs> the everything sketch in there. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, Netflix, if you're listening, the four of us <laughs> would love we would love to to write this for you. So maybe we should just write it and then like send yeah. it to them. <laughs> Let's do it. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, folks, um, if you haven't seen a week away yet and you're a fan of this show, you're probably gonna appreciate the movie. Um, to, at some level or another. So I would suggest checking it out. Also, I would suggest heading over to our social media platforms. We are The Real Boys. That's the R-E-E-L Boys. And we're going to be posting 
uh, some fun little links. You're going to get to vote on whose pitch you liked the most. And we'll be doing some other cool things. If you want to engage with us a little bit further, we have a Facebook group called The Real Lounge. So you can come and talk to us a little bit more there. We host fun screenings and things like that. It's a good time. It's a good time. Kayla Fanoff. Kayla Fanoff. Kayla Fanoff. Thank you so much for suggesting this film and for joining us on our show. Is there anything you would like to plug before we uh, say goodbye here? Yes, I would love to plug my podcasts. Um, if you like to hear my movie opinions, you can tune in to Secondhand Film Critics, which you can find on all streaming platforms. We'll have some episodes that you can look forward to after you listen to this one. Um, we'll have just released an In the Heights episode movie Ooh. review. We have a Luca Pixar movie review coming up. We will be reviewing and talking about Disney's DCOMs, the Descendants trilogy. <laughs> so yes. you got to tune in for all. Very good. Amazing. Very good. I'll listen. Uh, and then you can also Absolutely. listen to Thank the Academy, which I produce and, and edit. So I'm not like. You won't hear my voice, but you will hear, well, I talk a little bit, but but not very much. Um, but my brother and my sister-in-law host that podcast, uh, and it goes through the best picture winners and kind of what was going on in Hollywood at that time, how the movie got made, who the winners were that year, why that picture won. Uh, so that's a good time, too. And... They are going to be guests on the next episode of Godfellas. That's right. Next time you hear Godfellas, you will hear Think the Academy. We will be talking about the Shirley Temple movie Heidi from 1937, which might be the most Christian film ever made. It's going to be a... Animal quackers in my soup. <laughs> not, not, not the right movie. But it's, okay. Isn't it? Isn't it? That was very, very <laughs> cute, though. Yes, thank you was. for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, again, thank you for listening. And uh, we can't wait to hear what you think about our pitches. But until next time, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Mr. Mitch. I've been Miss Hannah. And I have been Miss Kayla. Well, the adventure is over. We're all heading home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never alone. Never say die, but for now.